Welcome to Power Chapel Worldwide. We believe that all power belongs to our God. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's Word and to experience the power in the Word. We know that your life will be transformed. Please join us for this powerful message now. Man Factor 1 Thank you that by virtue of your presence, the sick has been healed, the bound has been set at loose. We decree and declare that by reason of your presence, sin has left the lives of a lot of people in this house. By reason of your presence, every form of addiction has been broken off. By reason of your presence, thank you that giftings have been manifested in the lives of your people. Thank you that the presence of our God has brought us where we are. Have your way. Speak to us in Jesus' name. And everybody said a big amen. amen. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 give and it shall be given unto you we are still dealing with this give and it shall be given unto you good measure a good measure we spoke about it how you might have given your life you might have sacrificed everything there is to your life you might have given everything about your life to God there is nothing that is hindered there is nothing that you have kept for yourself you have let it all go you have let that sin in your life go you have let that person in your life that is causing you to be a sinner go you have left that drunkenness you have given it all to the lord you have given your finances you have given your tithes you have given your offering to the lord and yet he said i will start with you with a good measurement and so he gives you a good measurement it might have been measured but to you you are a testimony of the fact that this is a good measurement pressed down pressed down after he gives you a good measurement you feel the pressing down i said that you can be pressed down but you will never be suppressed and it doesn't matter how hard they press you down always remember and understand that the contents are still the same and run and shaking together and then you are shaking together and i told you that whenever you are shaking together you are being given the signal that you are close to the running over and whenever you are shaking together and you feel the pressure more than you have ever felt and experienced it is an indicator to you that you are close to your overflow and so whenever you feel that shaking together come to that place of telling the devil i have come too far to throw in the towel tell the devil i feel the shaking together but i feel that i am closer to a miracle and so i'm not going to give up because my the next level of my life is the running over and last week i shared with you what the running over is i said that if god is talking about you running over then the kind of container you are will determine when the fulfillment will start and when the running over will start i told you last week that it will take 500 mils of water to let this glass of water run over 
but it will take about five liters to let a bigger container run over and it might even take a lot and thousands of liters to let the reservoir run over and so somebody's running over may not be your running over because your container might be bigger than their container and the fact that you have not as yet experienced a running over is not an indicator that your god has left you many a times the contents of your container might be more that the contents of someone's running over and yet because your container is bigger you might not be seen and the content might not be seen because your container is bigger there is a lot of content but by virtue of the fact that it is big it takes a while before it runs over and the fact that you haven't experienced a running over yet does not mean that God through with you it doesn't matter how big your container is one of these days it shall run over oh go to your neighbor tell your neighbor get off your seat tell your neighbor you surely will run over now i'm touching on an emotional subject this morning I might not be able to exhaust it, but I'm trusting God that by next week I should be able to. A good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. And I wish this was not what was written in scripture. I wish the Bible would say a good measure pressed down, shaking together, and running over, shall God cause in your life. But he said a good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. I present to you from today, the man factor. The man factor. Tell your neighbor, the man factor. lot of innovations skyscrapers we're reading recently myself and my brother Charles and as I was researching I found out that China wants to build the tallest building in the world in two months in two months the tallest building in the world and I was Reading through it and I found out that everything is precast and everything is well measured. Every detail is so measured and the technology is high. Everything from foundation to, to the erection of the building. It's about a hundred and seventy story building. Building it and finishing it within two months. Sixty days. And the world is fighting it but china said we are not doing it in america we are not doing it in australia we are doing it in china thank god we are a sovereign nation and so no matter what you do nobody can stop us from doing it and so this year they are going to start it and they are going to execute it they are going to build a 170 story building the tallest building in the world in 60 days innovations 
building hotels in the skies. Is it in the moon, on the moon? Mass. And people have started signing up. Even Richard Branson is building one. And the cheapest is over $100,000 vacation in the moon. I was telling them yesterday, I don't know what will take me there. Going to the moon with $100,000. Even when you pay me $100 million, I won't go. Praise the Lord. Innovations. People have become innovative. I was talking to my daughters, Brianna, Beyonce, Brendel, and they are saying that they are going to do an innovative um, whatever in their school. Beyonce told me that she's going to do Listen to this, Beyonce, 10 years. She said she's going to innovate. She said she's going to do, no, no, I think Brianna said she's going to do an automatic watering system that will water your garden, her own innovation. I think that Beyonce also said there are, there are a couple of innovations. You are going to do a talking fan. And I don't know how they are going to do it because in our time, all we're doing is playing in tech. There was something we call koyong, koyong. If you put the thing there, I could gauge it and I'll do gang, koyong, and I'll win you. But in their time, they are doing innovations. But I just realized that human beings are the most complicated innovations anybody has ever innovated. Just a segment of the human factor, just the brain alone is an innovation that nobody can ever excel. I said I'll be talking about an interesting and a very sensitive topic. The Bible says that give and it shall be given unto you a good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over, shall man give into your bosom. Man is an interesting faculty. To an extent that there is the presence of God the Father, there is the presence of God the Son, there is the presence of God the Holy Ghost. And after creation, God himself said, let us create man in our own image and in our own likeness, which means that God said, without man, we are incomplete. God himself. God could have enjoyed his existence, but he said to make my existence complete, there should be an incorporation of an entity called man. And interestingly, it takes two people to give birth to a man. But it takes over six people to bury the man. A man meets a woman, releases the sperm, meets the egg, and then there is a conception. The woman drops the baby. It is done by one woman but conspired by two men the child is born and yet after the child is born he finishes his assignment on earth and it is time for the person to be buried and we are not going to see two people burying the man we are going to see six or more people burying the man that was buried by two people an interesting faculty 
Does it not give you a signal that few people will do you good, but more people will destroy you? And yet that is the interesting nature of humanity. I'm talking about man. I said true people will give birth to you, birth your destiny, birth your life. And yes, these people will bury you. They will say, we are burying you. Your life has come to an end. And I thought that six people should give birth and two people should bury. But no, two people will give birth and six people will bury you. Let me put it this way. In this country, not until recently when commissioners are also doing illegal <laughs> recruitment, it is the duty of security personnel to protect your wealth and your inheritance. Am I right or wrong? But as much as the police is protecting you, the armed robber is also trying to steal from you. So one human being is stealing from you and another human being is protecting you. And there are times that armed robbers themselves can even protect you. And there are times that policemen themselves can steal from you. I am talking about a very sensitive topic called man. The man factor. Tell your neighbor the man factor. I told you a story about when Atai, the most notorious arm robber I hear Ghana has ever experienced, when he was arrested. And at the trial, when he was being sentenced to death, I hear that there were three people. That the first one was the father, uh, the, the mother. The second one was the wife, there were four. And the third ones were the children. They were in a corner. And when the judge gave his verdict, the attorney has been sentenced to over 70 years imprisonment with hard labor. The whole courtroom was in jubilation. But there were these people at the corner there. And they were crying. And they were crying. And they were approached. Why is it that everybody is excited? And everybody is jubilating? But you are crying and crying. And then the mother said, to you, He's an arm robber, but to us, he's a son. To her, he's a husband. To her, he's a father. And so somebody's arm robber is another man's father. An interesting subject called man. <laughs> I thought you were doing better than that. I thought you were doing better than that. I said one man's arm robber is another man's father. Interestingly, one day we were going somewhere and the policemen stopped us on the way to, to uh, Obuase. And when they stopped us, they were talking to uh, Kojo, my brother. And Kojo, Kojo is quiet, wild, and Kojo was angry at the policeman because he knows he has a back end. Why are you stopping us? Why? He said, hey man, you've got to shut up. Give, okay, okay, give me some chop money. Give me some chop money. Kojo said, well, you are not being reasonable. You have to let us go. Kojo was angry. Kojo said, this man, you are me. And instantly, this man receives a call. His countenance changes. He says, hey, hey, sweetheart, how are you? The man is now talking to the, to the wife. Okay, okay, okay. And then instantly, I whispered into the ears of Kojo. I said, the man you said is wicked. is another woman's husband. <laughs> to you, you are upset. You wish you could shoot him. You wish he could come to a standstill. You wish he doesn't exist and live. But to another woman, 
May God give him long life. Oh God, as my husband goes to work, I pray that you protect my husband. Oh God, no evil fashion against my husband shall stand. Every tongue that is lifted up against my husband shall not prosper. Oh God, protect my husband. You are here listening to the sound of my voice. There is somebody that hates you with passion. There is somebody that is praying against you. But I came with a simple word of the Lord for you. There is a man that loves you. There is a man that appreciates you. There is a man that will protect you at all costs. And so I present to you this morning the man factor. If you are not careful about life, you will only be concentrated on the six men taking you to the six feet and lose conscious of the truth that gave birth to you and you come to a place of your life when you say man is wicked but whenever you receive that notion about the wickedness of man don't let the goodness of man also sleep when you conscientize yourself about the wickedness of man also conscious conscientize yourself about the goodness of man because man is an interesting faculty a good measure press down shaking together running over ah have you considered that we're talking about good measurement have you considered that we're talking about pressing down have you considered that we are talking about being shaken together and don't forget i said all these demand external forces and external infiltration so we are talking about man only giving you good measurement we are talking about man trying to press you down we are talking about man trying to shake you together and so i believe that the recipient of this word was now saying ah man is wicked man is wicked man is wicked but when he finishes he also comes to tell you that with the overflow without the very man that showed you wickedness and pressed you down and shook you together there is no way you are going to receive the overflow and so he said yes man press you down yes man shook you together but I came with the word of God that there is coming a man in your life that shall do you good that shall promote you that shall lift you up I want to talk about the man factor have you realized that Jesus needed Judas to betray him but the same Jesus also needed Joseph of Arimathea to bury him if Jesus had cursed humanity he would never have been buried but Jesus understood the faculty of an entity called man a complicated innovation talk to any doctor you know they always have a limitation to their exposure I'm somebody who has questions with every professional I meet I can ask a doctor so many questions and then he comes and says as for this 
I don't know why it so happens. That means there are still questions about humanity that cannot be answered. Example, no doctor can ever tell you the causes of cancer. No doctor can be able to tell you they can treat bacteria, but doctors can never treat viruses. They manage it, they don't treat it. All this wire, all this technology, all this knowledge, there is still a complicated part of humanity that can never be explained. My first point is never try to understand the faculty called man. I didn't ask you to clap, so if you are doing, do it better. No, 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 no. In your effort of trying to understand that entity called man, understand that somebody is also trying his best to understand you. Can I talk about the man factor? Can I talk about the man factor? You see, the beauty of this whole thing is, as I advance, you come to a place of understanding that you can never understand man, but you can only trust and believe in man. Hello? At times, I think that Ashantis are prophets in a way. But how do you know that Abri took away your child, but a thing will quench your test? It is just an act of trust. If you don't build your life around trust with men, you will be heartbroken, you will be disappointed, you will kill yourself and kill humanity. But understand that as someone else hurts you, you've also hurt people many times. But the difference is that you express your hurt, but they did not express their hurt. You don't get it. You don't get it. I said, I am talking about something I call the man factor. Oh, and just because before I advance into my message, all that I want to do for you within today, next week and the week after, is to bring you to a place of understanding. Let me give you a gist of my conclusion that in life, some will birth you, but some will bury you. And when some bury you, some will also birth you. You get to understand that some were born and called to destroy you, but there were others who were called and called by God to build you up and to support you. Don't let the ones that destroy you destroy the image of man about your life because you also need man to drag you into your prophetic arena. The man factor. You better do it well. Do it well. Do it well. You meet a person who has nothing nothing to show for and in times of your hardships when things are not even too well you call him to your house pastor lord brings him to your house i want to do this project i'm a singer i have nothing i want to do this project you want to do this i want to do this i say okay what do you need if even i get ten thousand dollars hey ten but by reason of your bigger bowel of compassion, you take out $10,000. Lord, 
give it to him. Let him go and do his project. Ah, he goes to do it. You rent a place for him to live. You take him abroad. You support him. You take him for shopping. And he's shopping like he's a villager. He takes everything on the shelf. And then he comes back. You are giving him $5,000. You are renting a place for him. You are giving him a car. And then he decides to leave you. And then he goes to everybody and says, Ah, if this man was genuine, can he give out the money he gives out to people? Don't you think he kills people to make money? If you are not careful, you'll be tempted to think that man is so evil. But you also have to understand that there is somebody you have not even given a thousand dollars to. There is somebody you don't even know. There is somebody you have never encountered who is out there wishing you well and praying for you and loving you. It is an injustice to say man is evil because of what he did. Because there is another man that will love you for having nothing from you. I said I am talking about an entity called man. in my office recently and somebody came to my office wanting help but I've seen too much and, and I said no 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 gentlemen I walk out of my office and the moment he left and I was talking with somebody that these people think that this place is a manufacturing company they don't know it is a church our duty is to pray and not to supply finances and when I was talking to that brother he said my brother don't you think that these betrayals and these heads it's just a strategy of the devil to stop you from helping genuine people that need your help to advance. He said, wait for a minute. If somebody had not helped you by raising of his head, you will not have been where you are. If the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, he has gone through hurt, betrayal. A lot of people have stabbed him, but he met me and looked beyond it. He said, I will lift you up. I will father you. I will help you. I will invest into you. If this man had not looked beyond and had treated you the way everybody treated him, where would you have been? You've got to understand that there is one that will disappoint you, but there is another man called man that will always appoint you in life. I am talking about the man factor. You see, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. The devil has been around for nearly more than 6,000 years. In fact, the devil could have been around for more than 10 million years. Somebody said, ah, Papa, this is unscriptural. No, 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 no. Man's existence has been 6,000. But the universe existence, nobody knows. And that is why archaeologists can say, this stone is 11 million years. I share the same ideology with them. What is the biblical base? In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and so the bible begins to describe the earth leaving the heavens and so when we are talking about mars pluto venus and all that it is part of god's creation it is just that because man resides on earth god was focused on earth because that is what is beneficial to man so all the planets are real now within genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 could have been a trillion years. 
could have been 10 trillion years because don't forget a day in the sight of God is like a thousand years and a thousand years in the sight of God is like a day and don't forget that there are times that one scripture one verse away from another verse could be 200 years and one chapter from another chapter could be a hundred thousand years it is possible and so understand that the devil has been around for so long he's a strategist he knows how to use strategies to rip you off your benefits it is not everything that he uses spirituality there are times he uses experience and so all that he does is to cause you to be focused on the negatives of man the wickedness of man the ungratefulness of man the disloyalty of man and so you lose consciousness of the fact that there are also positives of man because after you have gone through the process to do it you don't need God you need a man to bring the overflow as much as man has disappointed you may god bring in a man who will facilitate the overflow as much as men have broken your business now as much as men have been disloyal to you as much as men have betrayed you as much as men have persecuted you i pray that these times and these days god should bring a man in your life that will not destroy you but will build you up that will not press you down but lift you up that will not shake you together but bring an overflow upon your life i am talking about the man factor i'm still doing my introduction i'll continue next week put this at the back of your mind put this at the back of your mind that god changes the weather but joseph will maximize the benefits of the weather god will bring seven years of more than there is and seven years of drought but god will never do the keeping and the harvesting and the storage by himself he always has to bring in a joseph the man factor the difference between you and them is a man one of my sons who is very very young in age but a minister of state in this country visited me last week or last two weeks i went to him at clip we were having a discussion and then honorable told me man of god i need this advice i need this advice and every advice i give to him was so accurate but i'm just a minister of the gospel he came with a policeman he came with police escorts i'm older than him i'm more experienced than him i'm loaded with wisdom than him and so when he was accepting my advices he's a minister of state me i don't have any political party i'm with the electoral commission i'm neither mpp or NDC I am for God I say when you are going to vote go and vote with your tongue Tom don't go with your heart and your mind did you get it don't fight 
just give them this, don't give them this. And then after we spoken, he was going to his room and I was going to sit in my car. I said, ah, what makes him a minister? And me, an ordinary citizen. And then God said, John Dramani Mahama. He made a difference. He's younger, less experienced. Maybe my volume of wealth is better. My deposit of riches may be better. But what makes him a minister and me an ordinary man? Because there is a man who made an announcement a few years ago that this is my minister. The difference is John Dramani Mahama. The difference between you and them is not knowledge, it's not school, it's a man. A man. I said the difference between ordinary men and extraordinary men is a man. One man can come into your life and your ignorance will not be seen. Your lack of education will not be seen. Ah, a man. Tell your neighbor a man. Tell your neighbor a man. I don't think you are doing better. Tell your neighbor a man. Uh, this very fragile topic, this very, very sensitive topic called a man. Very complicated. You see, when you are going to the embassy to take a visa, some of you, your lives are better. The Genko Brown was telling me his story how he traveled to England and fired and, and had all the wealth he had. He started the journey from England. But he needed a man at the embassy to give him a visa. So if he had not met that man about 20 years ago, he might be somewhere farming, doing agriculture, being the best farmer for the year 2015. And because he met a man at the embassy, today his life is better. Some of you, you are still farming because you have not met a man. Because your notion of men has been stigmatized and not until you see something good in a thing you can never receive the good in the thing and you know what the devil does he only magnifies and amplifies what men do to you but he doesn't magnify what you do to men you know what you do to men unconsciously what you do to men unconsciously even there are times the way you drive your car is insulting to somebody the way you drive I understand him I'm offending somebody by just the way I drive and the way I dress but you are only conscious of how people also hurt you so if I'm only thinking about what people do to me and I also don't think about what I do to people unconsciously you know there are times even your testimonies offend people your testimony is an offense to somebody it is not their fault that you are offending them because you are testimony you are testifying of twins they have been married for 10 years without a child so your testimony is an offense you are offending someone and so you've got to understand that as much as people need your forgiveness you also need people's forgiveness because that is the beauty of life life is all about to be hurt and to hurt
And as we advance through this message, I pray that God gives you that revelation of understanding that the beauty of life is man. What makes God's existence enjoyable is man. So he said everything has been put into place, but not until comes, man comes in, there is an incompletion. And yet God knows that this is a very complicated innovation. And he says, tell, it brings completion. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray as I start my message that may God gives you, give you that grace to forget about the heads of men. And I pray that you shall be given the grace to remember the inputs of men. And as men hurt you, may God open the page of the help of men in your life. This message has just begun. Rise on your feet.